On June 16th and 17th, the university's Marcus Institute of Integrative Health will host the fourth annual Advances in Mind-Body Medicine Conference to examine the emerging topic of how mind, body, and spirit play important roles in one's health. At the helm of the event is Daniel A. Monti, an expert in pushing the field forward. Topics to be covered are brain health, stress and immune health, mindfulness-based interventions, and advanced mind-body strategies for specialized populations. One thing that sets the event, which features a host of integrative health experts apart, is a keynote speaker whose name is familiar to many in Philadelphia. Pat Croce may be best known for his earlier life roles as a popular and energetic physical therapist and president of the Philadelphia 76ers during the team's Allen Iverson era, even before his 2020 diagnosis for T-cell lymphoma, Croce's become more mindful and introspective, something that some may find runs counter to a gregarious persona. But Croce notes that his spirituality isn't as newly found as some may think, with mindfulness, meditation, contemplation, and spiritual practice guiding his fight. He notes that, quote, my body was diagnosed with cancer, but I don't have cancer. In this episode of the Nexus Podcast, we speak with both Dr. Monty and Pat Croce about the advances in the field that will be discussed at the conference and their personal paths to this distinct moment in time. For more information about the conference or to register, email integrativemeded, that's I-N-T-E-G-R-A-T-I-V-E, capital M-E-D, capital E-D, at jefferson.edu, or visit the event link. What follows is a conversation that the pair had with the Nexus podcast about a month before the hybrid conference is set to kick off the morning of June 16th at Eakins Lounge in Jefferson Alumni Hall. Thank you for both joining me today. Could you please introduce yourselves and tell me why we are here talking? Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Monti. I'm the chair of the Department of Integrative Medicine and Nutritional Sciences at Thomas Jefferson University's Sydney Kimmel Medical College, and also the head of the Marcus Institute of Integrative Health at Jefferson Health. We're talking about this exciting event we have coming up in June, which is a mind-body medicine conference. It's for a wide range of really anybody in the healthcare field who wants to learn more about the really important topic of mind, body, and spirit. Hi, I'm Pat Croce, and um, as the Zen masters would say, a bougie, nothing special. I'm retired. You might know of me in the past as a former president of Philadelphia 76ers. I was a physical therapist and athletic trainer by trade. Fitness has been part of my lifestyle my entire life. A positive mental attitude has been part of my lifestyle. And just over the past decade, a spiritual integration with the mind and body has been my entire focus. I'm here because Dr. Dan Monte invited me and I'll be part of his mind-body medical conference in June and I hope you'll be joining us. Let's start with the very basics. What is the concept driving mind-body medicine and how are you both drawn to it? Mind-body medicine really covers a lot. For me, an important focus is the tremendous effects of stress, mental health, and spiritual health on the rest of health. In a way, we've put them in these discrete buckets or compartments that I'm not sure they really belong in because we're one integrated system. So if our mental health is off, and mental health means a lot of things from stress levels to how well we're navigating the day-to-day life to how we're feeling, to how we're connecting to things outside of ourselves. When components of that are off, 
that affects all of physiology. And the data on that just is clearer and clearer. It's the thing that I was most intrigued by, even as a medical student, how things like stress affect the rest of physiology. And that world has really opened up. We know that there's this not even bi-directionality between body and mind, but there's just a network of interactions going in all different directions and having connections beyond what we can count in any moment of time. Paying attention to the mind part of health is something that's important to me. I know it's important to Pat, which he'll talk about, and something that's often overlooked in conventional medicine. There's a growing recognition, I would say, that it is important and we need to find innovative ways to help people identify what might be going awry on the mind side of things and the mind spirit side of things, but also have innovative solutions because nothing is a one size fits all approach that's going to work. The conference really has this big range of different types of mental health, spiritual health, and mind-body practitioners who bring a lot to the table to review the evidence, discuss the research, because this is a true CME, continuing medical education event, for people to not only get the credits they need for their licensure, but to really learn more about a field that has been sorely un under-recognized in conventional medicine. I can't say it any better than Dr. Dan did. However, as a physical therapist, athletic trainer, a couple of lives ago, I realized to get patients motivated to do things for their body that was injured, you had to get into their mind. You had to let them understand that this was for their benefit. And if they went at it with a positive attitude and a higher vibrational frequency, the healing tended to occur more quickly and more deeply. It was just amazing that way. It was like some metaphysical response. Then learning more about the spiritual end that once you know who you truly are, then not only does the mind become a weapon for healing, instead of it abusing you, you use it. You use it to expand your health, to expand the harmony between you and others. I just feel the body-mind-spirit triangle has been overlooked. And with Dr. Dan and his group, it's an innovative medicine approach that I've realized myself, it's one thing talking about it, but via experience, I went through a lot of elbow surgeries. However, even with a positive attitude and doing the right rehab, I started meditating almost eight, 10 years ago. And for some reason, I'm not saying that was the be all end all, but I don't have any elbow pain anymore. I don't know why. However, there's something else, as Dr. Dan said, outside the factory outlet program not everyone is the same we're all special individuals made of the same essence but different expressions and it's these different expressions that dr dan's group this mind body expertise is going to share with the conference i think it's fabulous pat i assume when you talk in this zen-like fashion for lack of a better term people might say it's a lot different than your former public persona, but I wonder how much it is because dealing with Alan Iverson per se, it felt to me as an observer that you were tapping into mind slash body elements already. Am I off base there? I don't think you're off base at all, Brian. In retrospect, I wouldn't have thought it at the time, but when you were informed by love and truth, the deep essence of who we are, the commonality of who we are, forget about colors and sizes and 
what your position is in life, whether it's a pro athlete or the president of the team, doesn't matter. However, if you're informed by the love and truth that we essentially are, then what you share with someone like Alan Iverson, even if it may not be to his liking, when I had to punish him and suspend him because he missed a practice, he knew he may have given me a wrath of at the time. But when he was retired and was inducted into the Hall of Fame, the NBA Hall of Fame, he said, when I think of love, I think of Pat Croce. So I'm not going to say at the time I was a spiritual basis. I'm just saying that I spoke from my heart. I spoke from wisdom, a combination of mind and heart, mind and body in a caring, compassionate way. But at the same time, you teach people how to treat you. And so, yes, there is a Zen like just this present moment. However, it's also something that comes from, as Dr. Dan's group is doing, an entire mind, body, spirit entity, if I should say that. We're just not a body. We're just not this, what we're looking in the mirror thinking. We're that which is looking in the mirror, not just what you see in the mirror. And if you grasp that which is looking in the mirror is so much greater than you think you are, then there's a great chance the healing, harmony, and happiness in your life will be that much better. Dr. Dan, talk to me about the concept behind this conference and what are the latest advances in mind-body medicine? Recognizing that our mental and spiritual health is part of health, we thought it was important to devote an entire conference to that so that we could get the best experts in the field who really engage in the conversation. What I love about the program for this one, this is going to be our fourth time doing it, is that Pat's presentation is going to be him talking about his insights and experiences, and then a panel of people are going to join him. I'll be on that panel, but there'll be a lot of other interesting people on that panel who have tremendous expertise in different areas of mind-body medicine so that we can really have a conversation about that. In addition, we're going to be presenting some of the science that a lot of people just don't know about. For example, the Marcus Institute and our department at Jefferson have been leaders in brain imaging, the different effects of a mind-body intervention. For example, if people meditate, if people pray, if people connect to something that has meaning outside themselves, we've been visualizing what that does to the brain and the rest of physiology. That's part of what we're going to be presenting on. In addition, we have some presentations on specialized techniques that leaders in the world are, are coming to talk about. So we have somebody on our faculty, but who's almost always traveling the world, talking about the latest research and science on psychedelics. We have presentations on the latest advances in how you deal with trauma and traumatic stress, the effects that has on the brain when we look at brain scans, but functional brain scans where we can visualize what the brain is doing and how it's working, and then how that affects the rest of physiology. So it's really an amalgam of different philosophical sciences, but the actual scientific evidence behind the approaches that we talk about and that are really at the forefront of changing mind-body health. What Dr. Dan is really saying is that it's not a belief that he and his experts are sharing. These are evidential facts. They're supported by research. Totally different than trying laying crystals on your head. 
It's totally different. This is stuff that that's the beauty of experience is the test of reality. This isn't just dogma, doctrine, hearsay or opinions. This is research. This is fact. Jefferson is bringing the best to the table so that those who are at the conference get the most latest benefits that they can apply to themselves, their patients and their community. I'm happy that you brought that up, Pat. I presume both of you, when you discuss these topics, face some skepticism. How do you rebut that or have people understand that, like you said, you're not just putting crystals on people's heads? It's just as Pat said, I'd go immediately to the science. One of the things we're fortunate to have because of our terrific benefactor, Bernie Marcus and the Marcus Foundation, is the region's only integrated PET MRI scanner for adults, which allows us in our clinical trials and even in some of our clinical programs to look at the way the brain functions in a very unique way. We have the actual physiologic data that shows the changes. In fact, we've recently done a video of pre-post changes with that PET MRI scanner showing that when we switch from a focus on the stresses of our everyday life to a meditative state of mind, the brain changes. We can see it in real time. We can see exactly what the brain is doing, and we can see how that is going to impact the rest of physiology. Likewise, we can see on that PET MRI scanner some of the functional neurological changes that occur when we change diet or add a nutrient that's missing in terms of the body-mind interaction on the brain. And just as we can also see how the brain responds to daily cues of stressful events pre and post in intervention that addresses the distressing event. Brian, I was always a disciple of walk the talk. I don't speak of what I don't know. I don't speak of what I haven't experienced. And it was as a physical therapist trainer and still someone who loves fitness, it was conditioning of the body through researched parameters, taking it to an intensity where there might be a little discomfort, no pain, no gain, but without real pain, otherwise you're gonna get injured. With rest intervals, with proper nutrition, this was a whole triangle of rest, activity, and nutrition. And then adding the mind, that high vibrational frequency, to a point where you can do better. And in Zen, they say, how you do anything is how you do everything. And the how in the now creates the wow. How you do what you're doing, whether it was a fitness program, your medical program, your post-cancer program, how you do with the best of your ability in the now will create the most perfect outcome. From there, you add a little spirit dust in there and you realize that what is, and it's never not perfect, and you surrender to the will of whoever you think is guiding us. To me, that mind, body, spirit is just so powerful that anyone can do anything more than they're doing right now. See, that's why we need people like Pat Croce at our conference, because I sometimes get so caught up in the science that I forget about how enormously important that personal experience that Pat just described is in the conversation, because I'm seeing these 
physiological changes. I'm seeing these scientific investigations that we're publishing on and doing all of this. And that's so exciting to me. But then there's the people behind that story whose lives are being transformed that we're studying and their personal journey and their personal experience is really what it's all about. And people who can really talk about the journey well, like Pat, he's just so great at it. And people who can talk about the science well, like some of the other presenters, I think that combination is really what makes this upcoming conference unique. And Dr. Dan, if I might add, it's people like you who take the research and the science and break it down into cookbook recipes for us, because that's the key. When I was doing conditioning for the Flyers and 76ers, before going from the training room to the boardroom, I would take science from the American College of Sports Medicine or whomever and break it down into the ABCs so that people could digest. That's what your integrative team does so effectively. And I think that's the beauty of the conference. Those that are attending the conference aren't all PhD scientists. They're everyone who wants to be better with themselves and those around them. And I think that's the beauty of this conference. What do you hope comes from this conference, Dr. Dan? If we take a step back, we live in a country that arguably has the best medicine in the world, best medical technologies. People come from all over the world to learn our surgical techniques, to understand some of our latest discoveries in medical technologies, advanced pharmaceuticals. This is all true. But what's also true is something that bothers me on a deep level. The health status of our country doesn't at all reflect that we have the best medicine in the world because our health status as a nation isn't number one, isn't number two, three, 10, 20. We're like in the 30s. Our life expectancy is way down compared to other industrialized, other wealthy nations. We are abysmal, terrible. Now, there's several things that contribute to that, but one of them is our whole way we deal with the mind-body, the whole way we approach our mental and spiritual selves, stress, the fact that we don't like to address stress or acknowledge that we have it, the disconnect between stress and the rest of health. This is becoming an epidemic of itself stress, loneliness, mental health issues, they just keep going up. And as they keep going up in this country, you see that overall health status keeps going down. It's not the only contributing factor. There's a few other things, but it's a big one. It's an important one. That disconnect between body and mind and spirit that we have going on, other countries that are more keyed in or clicked into overall quality of life, body, mind, and spirit do better than we do. We're missing something and we're too disconnected from how to address that mental, spiritual part of our health in this country. And that's something that we really want to address in this conference. The different speakers who have this wide breadth of expertise really will provide that. If I might add, touching on something Dr. Dan said relative to stress, it's been my intention over the past eight years, realizing, having this realization, this revelation, that there's an old Buddhist proverb that really set me on. And it was, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Suffering is optional. 
Suffering is optional. It's a choice you make to suffer. I'm not talking about grief or sadness with the death of a loved one because that's rooted in love. I'm talking about stress, anxiety, resentment, guilt, blame, shame, all of frustration, disappointment. These are all mental games that we can change. And when you make that slight little change, realizing that the voice in the head is not you, it's not true, so let it flow through like the clouds on a sunny day, then all of a sudden your perspective of the world changes, and then you might take heed and grasp some of the things that Dr. Dan and his researchers are putting forth to allow them to make you better. But you got to give your best in it, and you can't cloud it up with a dark cloud of mind that that suffering is a low vibrational frequency that emits out and pulls back the same frequency. No, get in the present, be grateful for who you are, what you have, and be curious, open, empty, available, and aware that, whoa, this conference can bring me something new that I can use. Most people think, what's the universe doing to me? How about what's the universe doing for me? And this mind-body medical conference might just be for you. Do any topics that we've discussed or will be discussed at the conference play into how children, preteens, and younger folks can connect on the mind-body level? It's actually a really important question because isolation has become a big problem. It was already a problem pre-pandemic, and the pandemic really brought it to a new level. And that disconnect that young people have is why the mental health of younger people is worse than it's ever been when you look across the board. That's an important contributing factor. We have a couple of presenters who will address this in different ways and who understand different aspects of this. We have to recognize how younger people connect now. It's digitally. And that has its pluses and its minuses. But also what types of digital interactions lead to more loneliness and which types of digital interactions can actually increase connectivity. Pat's a great example. He has digital connections every, every Sunday that lead to more connectivity with others and with oneself. An extensive amount of, say, video game playing can actually have negative effects. And Dr. Newberg, who's one of our presenters, talks about this because we have the brain scan research showing how the brain reacts to these different things and where we might want to be moving the focus towards. Because again, we've gone to a place in society that we're sicker than we should be. And the stress, the disconnect, the loneliness, the lack of social connection, all of that contributes to this. The lack of addressing stressful events and stressful times contributes to all of that. And then the different innovative ways People can do that, that are evidence-based, that have been shown to work, is really one of the big overarching themes of the conference. Brian, I don't know the answer to that. Obviously, Dr. Dan has created this conference, but what I do know is a Gandhi saying, be the change you want to see in the world. So if those who are attending change, that will resonate out with their children. Dr. Dan, 
Can you talk about how the event will line up with topics covered within the MS and in Integrative Health Sciences and the Integrative Nutrition Advanced Practice Certificate courses? We have several terrific educational opportunities for students, whether they are health professionals and want to get an advanced practice certificate in a certain topic, such as mind-body medicine or integrative nutrition. People can also get a master's degree in integrative health sciences. What we've done is we've created three advanced practice certificates for students they're really targeted for people who are in the health professions, whether that's an advanced practice nurse or a practicing physician. One of them, as I mentioned, is mind-body medicine, where we really go deep into things like mindfulness, the neuroemotional technique, the foundations of mind-body medicine, mechanisms of mind-body health, how stress affects physiology, different things that you can do to change the course of the stress response. That's really the focus of that certificate. And the courses of that certificate are in the master's degree. The same is true for integrative nutrition. We cover the foundations of nutrition, macro and micronutrients. And in the second two courses of that certificate, we take a deep dive into clinical applications of nutrition to both support health and to help people who are struggling with different health challenges. In the third certificate, which is integrative education and leadership, we really focus on how do you design programs that are going to have a big impact for individuals in the community? How do you engage stakeholders in doing that? And how do you educate both your patients and the public about the benefits of the integrative health model? They all nicely complement the CME events we have, for example, in the upcoming mind-body medicine CME event, we'll be talking about the latest research on psychedelics, for example, which might be covered in one of the courses in the mind-body medicine certificate. But a lot of times the CME events address the hot off the topic issues. I greatly appreciate both of your time. I just, in closing, would like to hand you the proverbial microphone and tell listeners whatever you'd like them to know about the upcoming conference and mind-body in general. The topic of mind-body is huge. It's expansive. And even though we have two days devoted to it, we'll be scratching the surface. But because we only have those two days, we really focused the event on what is the biggest bang for the buck, so to speak in terms of reviewing the science, the data, and combining that with the best evidence-based approaches to improving mind, body, spirit health in the population. And that's why we have this range of speakers from people who are experts at looking at brain scans to people who are experts at connecting to people like Pat Croce. Thank you, Dr. Dan. And I just want to say, if you have any curiosity energy at all, you might be interested in attending this conference because this is new stuff that works. You don't know for whom or how unless you're there, open, empty, available, and aware. See you there. To learn more about this and other Jefferson stories, please visit jefferson.edu backslash the nexus. Today's interviews were conducted by Brian Hickey with production support from Dan Bernstein. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.